0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey there, and welcome to yet another rendition of the Lynn Cullen Still Live program. This one for the date of May 5th, 2020, and if you detect a slight uh, exhaustion in my voice. I guess um, it's because it's it's there. It is a Tuesday, so I am going to assume that my sister Susan's on the other end of the line. Suze! Should I scare you? <laughs> that was a slight adjust. <laughs> Well-timed, because it wasn't excessive, but, uh, yes. Hi, how you doing? Hi. I'm doing okay. Got up early, took a nice cold walk in the refusing spring of Wisconsin. Well, tell me, it's refusing here, too. I mean, we had a sort of nice... It's, it's I, This has to be one of the coldest Mays. Well, it's only five days in, but it's cold. Yeah, and going to be cold. It was 39 this morning when yeah. I was walking <laughs> I saw that we actually have a, a low predicted of, uh, yeah, of below freezing on Friday, and I've already planted everything. I told you. I told you. Don't ya. worry. You know what? It'll be okay. These are hardy little guys. I can tell. All right. Well, you can put a sheet over them, too. I know, but you know what? I'm too lazy. I don't think I will. It's do or die. These are tough times, as you know. Yeah. So, here's a problem. I've got nothing that's not dire. Well, of course you do. I mean, how could you possibly have anything that wasn't dire? <laughs> well, but I, mean, I was I, thinking... this is news? Jesus, though. It's dire. Well, did you I, see the ad? Did you see the ad, though, that... the that, that drove uh, Trump nuts? Just drove... The ad was I mean, called it. The, the Twitter a, stream starts and it just gets more and more and more apoplectic. It's just, I mean, that made me happy. Okay, you can tell people. Go ahead. Okay, well, he's deranged. The president's deranged at 1 a.m. He was having a Twitter fit because he had seen a um, ad put out by this group, the Lincoln Project, which is a bunch of never Trumper uh, Republicans. Well, it's Kellyanne Conway's husband, George, and a bunch of other ex-Republicans. Well, a lot of, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, and uh, they've been putting out ads which are really, really powerful, anti-Trump ads. And this one was called Morning in America, take takeoff on Ronald Reagan's uh, line about, you know, Morning in America, meaning M-O-R-N-I-N-G. And this one, of course, is Mourning, M-O-U-R. And it just shows a country devastated and um, his lack of leadership. And, uh, so and it I'm, ends with the question, will there yet even be a United States? state if this goes on for if there's four more years of him. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it was a toughie. I mean, it's look, it, it ain't difficult putting together devastating ads (laughs) targeting Donald Trump. Uh, It's, it's like a walk in the park. Um, And between the ones coming out of this group and the ones coming out of uh, certain democratic packs and even the Biden campaign, Incredible. But you know I had a thought at ten PM last night myself. And Mazel tov. yeah. <laughs> I know. And it was well, I wrote it down. It was simply this. You know how some of these things you write down at ten A ten PM don't, you know Sound brilliant at ten and then you look at them in the morning and you go, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think this one holds, and I think I know what I was thinking. (laughs) I wrote, "Uh uh-oh, these could be the good old days in just a few months. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not enjoying these days particularly, and it occurred to me with all the projections we're seeing That again, this is going to get so much worse than we can imagine. That we will be pining, pining to go back to lockdown. Yeah. You know, every time in my life I said it can't get worse, it always has. So every time I I hear, no, I I mean I have lived through some terrible things in my life, and I have learned never, ever tempt fate never exactly never. so i have always told a younger person who says well it can't get any worse yes it can and invariably it will that in the present we often have little comprehension of how good things are we we're always looking at what we don't have and then as more and it, it, it's it's I, I can think of so many times I said this can't get any worse. Well yeah, yeah. and I and I, I swear I I will go back to uh nine eleven. A couple of days after nine eleven I penned an email to you guys, to my family about h- how we had lived such untouched lucky lives and how we needed to take stock and and be grateful and and not be so sure that life continues as we always knew it and our brother wrote me immediately and said geez, now you did it <laughs> and he was right in short order tragedies began to ensue <laughs> oh, well um, no, I mean really. Our untouched family started to be touched by tragedy almost immediately. And why was you? Because you, well, because I'm you not said what super you said, simples, but I'm just saying. I learned. Don't don't think just because things yeah. are good now, they continue but, to be good. But I, it's, it's different. It's different, Susan. To. Um, to still be able to account for, acknowledge, and appreciate the good things that we have in the present without making the assumption that they'll get better or worse, but just this whole idea of being just acknowledge them. gratitude, yeah. presence. You know, rather than focusing on what's wrong, what we don't have, if we lived like that, we'd be uh, better able to uh, probably suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Or well, you know, to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. But, you know, I mean, I was talking to the, about this yesterday, uh, I, this enforced... Uh, being at home, which is changing a lot of our habits. I mean, you know, let's just talk about what women have in the last 20 years just automatically done. I, I, I mean, when I was a young woman, everybody didn't get daily manicures. I mean, weekly manicures. Everybody didn't get monthly pedicures. I mean, Never. Or, I couldn't believe when I started realizing that I was the only woman who didn't have manicured fingernails. This is about 15 years ago, maybe. We never did that. No, no, no. But now, I mean, just look at the things that we do automatically, that we have become such a country that relies on on, on tens of thousands of millions of people waiting on us at all times doing things for us that we used to do for ourselves and that during this time we are now doing for ourselves again. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder how much of, how many of us are going to go back to doing the things that we realize, well, we really don't have to do well, I'll tell I'm you for really one thing, I ain't, I ain't, I was looking at my fingernails this morning and they are, they have grown out and, um, They, with polish on, would look lovely. I'm sure. And I was thinking, yeah, back in the day, I would go and get them done. Probably. You know what I'm gonna do today? I'm cutting them off. I'm cutting them down. Yeah, it's. I and I've come to love my cut down fingernails. Um. So yeah. I'm yeah, your eye. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's about a bunch of things, and one of the things is just your mm-hmm. eye, accepting and redefining what you looks are. good yeah. in your eyes. What right. looks? I mean, you know, and I I started, as you know, I started on this road uh, a few years ago when I pretty much stopped wearing makeup. Right. And 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 now I see everybody around me pretty much stop. wearing makeup. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And not dyeing their hair and going, you know, this isn't so bad. uh... Well, some women don't agree with that. I mean, some are going nuts. Some of the idiots out, you know, carrying guns and demanding things open up. The thing that has made them crazy is that they can't get their hair done. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I hear you. And all the time that women have wasted um, in terms money. of clothes and money um, and all of that um, tell me that we're not all wearing essentially at the most, uh, what, eight, ten items of clothing in our closets? That's right. Not even wearing anything that hangs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, I, it, and and the other thing I've noticed though is that I I do more dishes than I ever have. I mean the dishes keep piling up, and that's because I don't go out um, to eat as much, and I have to you know manage for myself here. So that's one thing that I do seem to be doing more of, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. doing a lot of vacuuming and cleaning of toilets, which I previously did not do. No, and, I know and, me And And I would like to say that our mother has managed this quite nicely. She just has me as a slave. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and her standards of cleanliness are impossible. Well, no, she's actually, she's doing me the favor of going, yeah. Yeah, you know, forget it. If I a finally, her and helping yeah, me and yeah, not doing it. I finally dusted my my living room yesterday and and you know cleaned much of it. it. I hate cleaning. Now that's something that I I just hate cleaning. It it is although the end result is satisfying, but it takes too damn long to get there. Now vacuuming I like. It's like raking. It's like, you know, you you start you see something very wonderful after not a lot of exertion. It's not true. Of her. Yeah, everything you can see, you can see that everything is cleaner. And if you have a dog like mine, you have a satisfyingly full bag of hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Unbelievable. So here's some other thoughts I had. None of them are happy. This one almost took me down, almost cut the knees out from under me. And I actually had it this morning. Um, I was imagining some worst-case scenarios, something I'm sure all of our heads go to every once in a while. I was imagining this or imagining that. What if so and so got ill? What if I get? What if? And I thought, oh my God, do you know I might never hug? Or be hugged again. Yeah. Unless you want to pack up your dog and come here and live with us. No. No, see, but that's not something you can at least, you can hug mom. The, 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 The sensation of another human who you care about holding you, for those of us who are alone, That is something that is increasingly something that I am missing and and thinking there could be a time when I'm really in distress where that is what I need and I can't have it. And in fact, I might never have it. The idea, looking at my son, who stopped by in the backyard last night, not being able to hug him, it's its just, it's to me almost unbearable. That's okay, so I'm going to say I'm, something to you, Lynn Cullen. If that's how you feel and that's the way it's going to be, have Sam take a shower and give him a hug. No, not yet. <laughs> You're making me sneeze. <laughs> I've, no, I don't. I, want, to put, I don't want him to be a risk. I don't want me to be a risk. I don't want. I, I, it's just awful. Anyway, Barbara says this. As I listen to you, I often use a buffer to buff. Oh, I see. We're you do a manicure while we're while I'm doing the show. I often use a buffer to buff my nails, and I use no, a no, white. Be, I want one, and I use a white pencil. Made for nails, and my short nails have the look of a French manicure. I have never had a manicure or a pedicure. Oh, my God, Barbara. And do not intend to. I recommend giving my method a try. Lots of different kinds of buffers are available. She, she says, especially at Sally's. I thought yep. you've been... Yeah, okay. Well... All right. I don't even like. I don't even like bothering with it. I, you know. I th- just cut them off. Cut them. Cut them. Cut them. Cut them. Cut them off. Well, I'm sure she does have short nails, and she yeah, just she has she a white short- pencil that you put underneath the, you know, the tip, and it and it brightens it up a little bit, and then you just buff your nails so they have a little natural sheen. That's all. There you go. Um. All right. So can we? Uh, move on to more depressing things? Oh, sure. Let's let's do it. Okay. Um, oh, no. This isn't necessarily depressing. This is something that I also I've noticed. I want one more thing I've noticed. But I have noticed that in a lot of obituaries and these are mostly in the local paper when I see the obituaries in the local paper. There is almost no mention of COVID-19 as the cause. And in fact, there are obits that say not. Right. So-and-so, so-and-so, not by COVID-19. God, the natural causes got... Right. And I'm wondering, <laughs> is that because people find it... it why would... Is it Shameful. Uh, why would you not acknowledge a, a death uh, be, because of this virus? It's almost as though not, not, we didn't have that, she didn't have that, he didn't have that. Well, I don't understand why people would shy away well, from Well, you know, there's a. I mean, it, it's, it might be the same thing about, you know, when people find out that you've got lung cancer and they ask you if you smoke people are going to tend to blame people for being sick of this, sick from this for not doing what they needed to do to keep themselves unsick hmm. and i th- and i think that people might yeah feel like they deserve to you know people might feel like they deserve to get it and there's also well, i mean excuse me but there's also a racist thing to it because people you know are getting mad at chinese people over this yeah, but why would... Well, I'm, I don't know. Those because are idiots, it, it, I mean. Yeah, I know they're idiots, but... Although, did you see? I mean, there are... There those are murdering Susan, did you see those murderous hornets? Yes, they're I know. Com- your mother is very upset about the murderous hornets. They're coming from Asia, I'm telling you. And they're going to eat a little cute honeybee. A little honeybees they're going to take their heads off. And feed their bodies to their young. You know, so, I know. So it's as awful as it can be. But, you know, tell mom not to worry about that. Honest to Pete. No, I'm going to put her on a leash, I have to tell you. I go through all this trouble <laughs> to keep us safe. And then anybody comes anywhere near us, and she goes running out of the house to say hi to them. Yeah. You yeah. know? The lawn man I gotta say hi I said no you don't and then she can't hear anybody so she keeps advancing on them yeah. you know and they have got and then I'm running out of the house and throwing my arms around her and screaming halt and you know well you know it's hard to I had someone come um, to do some work on, in my front yard um, what had passed for grass for 25 years um, finally gave up the ghost, and it was mostly like a muddy mess, my my supposed yard. So he was going to pull it all up and, and put down some seed. And I went out to say hi and talk, and all of a sudden I realized at one point I was standing like a foot away from him as he was showing me the bag of seed you see here, it says blah, 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 and you know, and we're just talking up like we normally talk. Because you forget, you fall into n- normal human discourse. It's one of the dangers of starting to ease up. That's right. The, the minute you do, you get a little comfortable you forget for a minute I yeah I'm seeing that so yeah yeah so it's a very it's a problem you know I've I've decided that I'm hanging a mask off of every doorknob so that when she goes out she's got a visual reminder to put a I said at least put a mask on and that'll help you remember please at least put a mask on and that to which she says I don't have anything and I said mom that's not the point (laughs) that is just not the point you know, no, she doesn't we, get that. We we have to stop making judgments about what we have and don't have. We simply have to wear a mask. That's all. Don't just do. And but, she doesn't you know, know. We don't know what we got and what we, we don't know. Got. We don't know. And and um you know, that's that's the part that's difficult for me is to constantly be in a position of having to enforce rules with someone that I love. You know who doesn't necessarily remember. <laughs> is she looking at you now like a jailer? Yeah. Aww. And I'm apologizing a lot because I'm yelling at her. Oh, don't yell. Well, you know you know what this is. What? Sorry, audience, but when you and I want you all to remember this, I've said this before, but when you raise your voice. To talk to someone that doesn't hear very well, you have to constantly rem- remind yourself that you aren't angry, because you are sending a message to your brain that you are, yeah. and uh, and and it's very easy from to go from talking loud to yelling, uh, and you ha- and I have to be constantly on guard. You know, I mean, all these things that you learn, you know, one is learning. Yeah. You know what? You know what I'm doing while I'm talking to you? I'm not buffing my nails. Are you doing your puzzle? No, although it's almost done again, working blind. I'm I'm almost going to do it. So I found those incredible masks in my basement. Did I tell you about that? No. Oh. <laughs> I was doing my laundry the other day, and I opened up a cupboard that I never have opened in a million years. And I thought, what the heck is this stuff? And I st- I pull out a bunch of corroded uh, C batteries. I pull out something that says it's a TV um, FM crank weather alert radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, geez, this must be a first aid kit. This must be my, you know, stash for the uh, end times and I have no memory of when I would have gotten this and then I pull out these two plastic things and they're masks and they're they're masks that come with filters that are like I think they're like the level of a 90 whatever the ones that 95 yeah that's what they are well, send me my mask back. That I don't, <laughs> no, no, no wait, wait. So, but I don't know, and I don't know, and the company that made them I bought online is out of business. So I have no idea of their efficacy or how to use it properly. But one of the things that was also there was this very heavy little box, and it's but it's small. It's not even twelve inches long. It's not even three inches high, and. It says that inside is food, water, a blanket, a hand warmer, a light stick, and waterproof matches and other stuff. And as you were talking, I thought, I'm going to open this thing because it's called the Ark. Now, what was I doing? What was I thinking? You were preparing for the end of days. But which end of days? So anyway, it says. Why would I have had that mask? The only thing I can think of is it was SARS. But why? I've never known myself. You might have been panicked. It might have been when when you were when there was um, some construction work going on in your house or something. Nah, no, not. And now I just noticed that my this the ark, my food, water, blanket, and Light stick. It says I'm supposed to replace it by January of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> well, you take so, after your mother. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so whatever's in here is is not. I'm just dying to see what this stuff looks like. Well, open it up. I'm trying to, but I'm holding a phone too. Okay, wait. Um. Sh- well, anyway, yeah, I'll keep trying to pull at my my arc here. New super, it says, the arc. Oh, what would I have been thinking? Maybe someone gave it to you as a gift. Do you think? <laughs> well, that way you can wonder what they were thinking. <laughs> well, I always relied on my friend Jan, who's no longer with us, because she always responded to this stuff, and like she had water and you know bottles, huge bottles of water, in the I always thought, my plan for disaster is I'm going over to Jan's, right, <laughs> so I never let me in Jan <laughs> uh. so hello, Ninu? Did I just lose you? Hello? I uh, guess I pushed the wrong button. Hello? Is anyone there? I'm here. I'm here now. Did you know I was gone? Yeah, I I hung up and called back in. Well, why did you hang up and call back in? Because you were not responding. I kept going, hello, hello, hello. Oh, so you... (laughs) All right, I'll stop trying to open this goddamn thing. You mean you hung up on us? Yeah! (laughs) I mean, I didn't mean to, but I did, inadvertently. Well, then the audience might have had a riveting moment where they heard me going, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop. Jeez. Um this is what comes of doing the show from home. You're getting too relaxed, Lynn Cullen. Yeah, I don't know about that. Relaxed is not something I feel like. All right, wait a minute. We got some emails that have just come in. Laura says, I miss hugs, too. But I think if someone didn't object to a hug, I wouldn't either. Aw. Really? Yeah, You're living really. dangerously, Laura? Yeah, uh, You know um, that CNN anchor who had it, Brooke Baldwin. She, uh, um, she lives with her husband or boyfriend, not sure which. And um, he was caring for her, but you know, not touching her, and not. And she was going through hell, and there were nights when she was, you know, just despairing and and crying and um, and eventually he just couldn't take it anymore her suffering and he got in bed with her and held her and I'm think when I read that I thought oh my god now that's a true act of love but obviously then he's saying, I'll I'll get this I'll too, get it's okay, you. but I can't bear this, you being alone. I'd rather and, be sick than not being able to hold yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, I haven't heard about him, but she's recovered, she's back working, and she looks good enough that I'm assuming her boyfriend slash husband, whatever, is, is okay or whatever. Um, but... Boy, does she know that she's got a good one. Yeah, you tell (laughs) me. Does she know she is loved or what? Right. Wow. Leslie Stahl had it, too, and was in the hospital for a while. Yeah, I saw that. Incredible. And she's an old geezer. Yeah, I know. New York is just like a bad place to be. I know. I so worry about Beth. Anyway... um, Uh, Russ says, a little off topic. That's okay, Russ. I'm not sure what the topic even is. Who was the guy when you and Doug were on the radio who would always do a top ten list? That was Rich in the North Hills. Is he still around? Don't have a clue. Um, They were very funny. Hi, Susan, he says. Um, But, you know, I think we I, what happened with um with uh that caller who was very clever droll funny he refused to get a computer he refused he was one of these real luddites and i think we finally i definitely lost him when i went on when I got off radio and went onto the internet. So I, 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 I have no idea. I'm, I wish I could, but that is who it was. It was rich in the North Hills. He lived with his mother. I met him a few times. He was, he he, he was an un, uh, unassuming looking guy. You would never know there was this, you know, really comical character under it, under the facade. But, yeah, I cannot give you an update. Okay, I have only one thing to say about that. You mentioned that he lived with his mother, and I'd like to point out that so do I. <laughs> well, you do now. You know, but so do a lot of people who had no intention of living with their mothers. No, I'm a not lot thinking, of young A, a <clears throat> lot of young people. Uh, a yeah. lot of people are moving into their... Parents' homes with their young children, and I'll tell you why they're doing it because they need childcare because they're still working. Yeah. Um, you know, and and uh, honestly, I've been trying to get my son and my daughter-in-law to pack up two cars and move here and do the same thing. I don't know how long they can hold two full-time jobs and uh, homeschool and be the total support system for two children. You know. Well, but there's that. How do you bring them all? Together? I mean, you'd have to—they'd have to come do an easily two-week quarantine in the same house.
1: Well, they've—they've
0: um, they, they've, been—they've really been in their house. Um, well, they don't even go to grocery stores. Well, they've right. only been in their house in their backyard. I really wouldn't worry about it. Uh, you know, I, these are the decisions we're gonna have to make because it, this is going to go on folks for at least a year, if not more. And we've gotta have strategies for being able to get through it. And, and along with that comes risk assessments and how you, you know, how you, what you need to do in order to continue to do this as safely as possible and, and, and tend to, you know, all of your needs. Just staying alive and eliminating all risk might not be the optimal thing. You know, staying alive and having some risk so that being alive is worth it might be a different thing. Well, I'm telling you, being alive in this time, in this day and age, is a risk to start with. I mean, very few of us are literally stuck in our homes. Um, You know, I'm out. I'm out every day more than once, usually walking, um, the dog um, interacting. Stuff comes into my house. Which exposes me in some respects. Oh, yeah. We had to have a water heater installed yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> who the hell who the hell knows? Back to my email, Suze. I haven't had to go, little Tony says, I haven't had to go get a haircut in decades. I got a FloBee. What's that? I have no a idea. FloBee? I just give myself a buzz cut when needed. It might not be the best of haircuts but haven't had to pay for a haircut in years or make an appointment. It sure comes in handy during this, you bet. Well, here again, you guys, guys, damn it, you have no idea how much easier your lives are. And you get to do anything. You can shave or not shave. You can be bald or not bald. You can wear your hair short or long. Anything is considered okay. You can be fat. You can be walking around with your pants slung underneath your belly, your belly button sticking out through your third button, and everybody still thinks you're cute as a bug. So I'm just suggesting that women... Stop it, stop buying into well, it, I think we'll we're learn. every bit as cute as the as as all of those men <laughs> yeah I, I do well, Ella we says, we gotta I, be nice I, to ourselves, okay, go ahead, Ella says, I love holding my three foot teddy bear, so that's where your hugs are coming from. I understand that I got my my a god yeah but that's not a human being i'm sorry i you know. um little tony says rich was a great caller what a memory i can still remember his voice yeah it was a funny voice it was a sort of a droll um, uh, god but see he just i don't know like so many funny funny people he was um He was a little odd in that he just refused to head where the world was taking him. Okay, here's what else I have here. I got stuff. So this is daunting. Um, The administration, you know, it's, it's sort of funny to use any verbiage that suggests that there is an administration that, you know, is functional in this country. Anyway, it says here the administration is projecting that we will have around 3,000 deaths a day um, in just three weeks, that it's going to just keep going up so that by June 1, we will have 3,000 deaths a day. By the way, right now, we have half of that. So they, even the White House, Their numbers show a doubling of daily deaths uh, by June 1. And the projections anticipate we'll be doing 200 new cases a day by the end of this month. We are now seeing 25,000 new cases per day. They're saying in three weeks' time, that 25 is going up to 200,000. That is a 700% increase. And while this information is coming out, what is this administration doing? It's suggesting we open up, relax things, and states are doing so. Are we insane? Are we insane? Is there like, is this the land of the lemmings? It's pretty un- insane. I, I actually read someplace that someone was heard to say, it's a good thing Obama wasn't president now because he wasn't a billionaire and he couldn't afford to send checks for $1,200 to everybody. Oh, come on. Honest, there are actually people that believe that because he his signatures on it, it's not on the signature line. What? A well, well. Um, so I, I mean, I we're just heading for uh, oblivion. I, you cannot. We will never, because of the stupidity that is rampant in this country, ever get this thing under control we don't have we don't have the wherewithal uh to do what is necessary even if that you know foregoing hugs or having a rough time or being isolated for perhaps months We're being and months terrified and months. because you don't have any money or a job or you know or well, you know are worried about a roof over your head or you know there's real issues that people honestly have we are living very comfortably in our in our discomfort, and there, are, there are no, there millions are some people and who millions are not, that yeah. are scared stiff, and and they might be scared of dying, but as the old song says, they're just as scared of living. A flobe is that infomercial thing you attach to your vacuum cleaner hose, what? And cut your own hair with. What? Oh, and it just sucks the hair right into the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even understand. Milton has sent me a video. I'll look later, I'm sure it'll make me uh laugh. Um Oh, okay, and I'm breaking news. Our president is going to allow Doctor Fauci to testify before the Senate but testifying before the House would be, quote, set up. Well, yeah. That's not breaking news, is it? No. He's letting him do the Senate because the Senate is Republican-controlled. He won't let him testify uh, in front of the House, where the Democrats will be leading the questioning. Fauci, um, by all indications, will be a goner before this is over. Um, He cannot continue. Uh, it ain't gonna work. There's too many people in Trump's camp, including Trump, who are um actively uh trying to blame him now, undermine him, misrepresent him um I don't know how that guy can I don't know how he gets up every day and goes in. He's an old guy, you know he's up, but he looks so healthy he is does he doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. he looks strong as hell. He, he no, really, he looks exactly like he did during the last pandemic, and that was a decade ago. <laughs> well, he's, you know, the, this poor guy, I don't know. And I didn't even know Trump did this Fox News thing in uh, sitting uh, at Abe Lincoln's feet in the Lincoln Memorial on Sunday. And I just want to say that that is a breach of of that space. Uh, By law and by the Department of Interior law, that space is never to be used for anything like that. Yes, obviously, the steps of the Lincoln Memorial can be used as a stage for incredible events, but you cannot go inside and use it as a backdrop. But, of course, Trump... Can because no, his. he just right he calls up the his interior secretary not ours a former donor and of course a uh, oil and gas lobbyist and he said hey uh, can you like uh, I don't know what you have to do write a little memo or something but we wanna we wanna do that there so you get to do it um there's also a disquieting uh, piece somewhere about Trump's son, Jr., um, a... family named Hicks. Maybe that's where hope comes from. I don't know. And they are angling to buy, I believe, I don't think I'm making this up, to buy uh one america news network that's o a n n which is to the right of fox of news fox. yeah and that trump who has been increasingly upset by fox news and has called them out and has even called them fake news as he looks the future he's and this is no surprise i mean i know i've talked about it you know, years ago, that we will never be rid of him. He will finish his tenure, one way or the other, in the White House, and then he will launch the Trump television network. And he will be a constant presence. You know that. Oh, yeah. He ain't going anywhere because he's addicted to this. God. God. So I'm just saying um, it's unsettling, but they're 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 clearly already moving in that direction. And Sean Hannity, of all people, apparently last night came out on his show and excoriated the armed protesters, um, which is you know, moving away from Trump too, or trying to give Trump cover, I'm not sure. But he was saying, uh, I guess, I didn't see it, Hannity apparently was suggesting that uh, they are putting the police officers' lives at risk and that they should stop doing it, that it wasn't a good look. Um, so over there on the right uh the the nut jobs at fox are being outflanked by these these white nationalists and their and their scary terroristic uh intimidation tactics at state capitals it's it's again the gop throwing in with bad people thinking they can control the narrative and losing control it's what happened to them with trump right. and it's happening it's happening to it's going to happen to fox they will be outflanked on their right so if you think fox was bad again never say it can't get any Horse. oh, yes, it can the whole thing reminds me of ghostbusters, frankly, where the demons have been let out, and nobody can put them back in, yeah, oh, little Tony I mean, when you look at those people that are that are screaming at cops, you know, and they're they're just they're they're known white terrorists. Well, you saw a security guard was already killed. Killed? Uh Uh-huh. For uh, asking someone to put on a mask. On a mask. Um, Yeah, this is, and I I don't know, whatever. Ah, little Tony. Come on. No, we're, I, is anyone making fun of Tony for using a flow bee? Tony, no, you're the one who told us you used a Flowbee. He's written back and says, I reluctantly admit I use a bee. It's something that one can be made fun of by others. I'm too old to care. Well, heck, I never heard of the thing. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> and we're interested that it exists. It's not making fun of you. No. I want to see, I can't wait to watch the video later, see how, um, uh, oh dear. Okay, Uh, this comes from, uh, let's see, Barbara. At a hearing of the Pennsylvania General Assembly yesterday, uh, Representative Chris Dush, Republican, Uh, said this more and more I go back to the German Democratic Nationalist Socialist Party the Nazi Party I go to the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, the USSR this is a socialist playbook he was talking about the governor's um, you know mitigation efforts Jesus. These guys. Unbelievable. Well, and here's good news. Oh, I'm so happy. I am so happy. Guess what? A reason to look forward to August. Carnival Cruise Lines plans to sail again starting in August. They intend to have eight of their wonderful... Ships setting off from Galveston, Texas, Miami, Port Canaveral. Um, are they out of their frigate? Who's getting night? on the ship? You tell me. I mean, I don't know who wanted to get on a ship five years ago already when well, we they were did, floating yeah. Petri petri dishes, but who would get on one now? I mean, what happens if something happens and you're stuck at sea because nobody will let you dock? I can't even imagine. How are how could they even be allowed to Listen to this Parent company Carnival Corporation is in strong financial shape It has raised nearly 6 billion dollars in debt and equity since the crisis began I'm What How do they do that? Uh, You tell me. I don't even know. I mean, I heard that some of them were putting in for the stimulus loans, and people were upset because none of them fly under a United States flag, so I don't know. They pay no taxes, so I don't know why we would be bailing foreign corporations. No, it says, um, yeah, it it was not eligible for uh, loans because, yes, it's incorporated in Panama. Well but, then, what brilliant person is deciding this is the right time to invest in Carnival Cruises? I don't understand it. I don't either. I don't understand anything anymore. I've decided I am just totally in a state of constant bewilderment. But on you know on on a on a uh, a, a further note of congratulating how brilliant people are, I do like seeing the anti-vaxxers are 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 already out in force. Proclaiming they wouldn't take a coronavirus vaccine. Mm. Well, uh, then don't. I really do think that we have to have zero tolerance for anti-vaxxers. You can, fine, don't get a vaccination, but you are not welcome in public buildings. You are not welcome in public schools. You are not, you know, sorry. Yeah. Oh, God. There's no end to it. Hey, did you see the White House actually had a press briefing the other day? Yeah, she she promised she wouldn't lie and lied within the first three seconds. (laughs) Yes. She flat out said, I will never lie to you. You have my word on that. That was the lie. You have my word on that. So it wasn't even, it It was a millisecond. I will never lie to you. You have my word on that. And then she proceeded to lie through the entire uh, thing. Uh, that was the first uh uh briefing room, White House what remember those things used to happen like every day in normal yeah. times um before Trump became president? It had been four hundred and seventeen days since
1: we remember had. good
0: old Sarah Huckabee? <laughs> <gasps> Sean Spicer. Right. They're all they're back I think. I think Sean's been seen. He's back in No, Sean is uh launching something or other. I forget what. Um and she is planning on She's running. She's running for something, yeah. Yeah. God. There's no getting rid of these people. <laughs> uh let's see. I got uh Oh, it's too depressing. I don't want I don't want I have all this stuff, and it's too depressing. You don't want to talk about it. Did you see poor george w Bush uh showed up the other day and he did a video tape of i'm not sure where it aired or um but it was calling on Americans to come together. And to unify in in these uh, catastrophic times, and um, the current president, of course, saw that as undercutting him, and in a rage, tweet directed at George W. said something. By the way. Where were you when I was getting impeached? Was that unity? What about that partisanship? And by the way, by the way was spelled by our brilliant president B Y E. By the way. <laughs> so, one of one of the callers or emailers um said that she um had worked at a very exclusive Washington private school and she was aware that they had gotten some of this money and they have a big endowment and she was questioning uh, them. And, and where this money is going is insane. Uh, we know that 300 uh, publicly held companies got their hands on the money. Uh, the little mompost stores that were really in our eyes uh you know the proper the ones who were supposed to get it uh most of them certainly did not uh get it and I had a conversation last Friday with a friend who is an elder in her uh church, and they had a meeting because they are technically a non profit they were technically um would have been uh, potential recipients. And they had a meeting about whether they should apply. This is not a rich church by any means. Um, and they decided, and And my friend said it was just a fascinating uh, discussion because they could certainly use the money Um, any money they would get. But they're true Christians. And people kept coming up with concerns that there were needier nonprofits with uh, fewer resources and that if they applied, the church, they would be taking potential help and aid from uh, the needier nonprofits. And so her church decided not to apply because they lived their Christian values. Not so much for uh, these fancy-dancy private schools uh, like Sidwell Friends. Is Sidwell Friends affiliated with the Quaker church? I don't know. Sounds like it 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 does sidwell which i assumed the emailer was talking about um sidwell got over 5 million dollars well i, I, and if I this, can interrupt yeah go ahead and they have an endowment of roughly 50 million dollars and their parents pay like Almost fifty thousand for every year, these are not people in dire distress and unlike my friend 's church, they didn 't think about anything other than themselves and There's they money. released Let's go get it they released a statement out of a commitment to our faculty and staff who the emailer said were all being paid. There was no problem. Keep, there's no furlough there was no problem continuing to support uh, the, no, the faculty uh, and the, I'm staff. Sorry, the parents the parents who use that school should have something to say about this and they ought to give a mail but well, well I, that I, is the I, school I, as you know that uh, obama's two Obama girls says, is, yeah, and and uh, and chelsea clinton went and also um another school that got in dc was uh St. Patrick's, St. Andrew's Episcopal School uh, in Potomac, uh, which, where President Trump's son, remember him, mm, where yeah. he goes to school, uh, they too have a sizable endowment, and they got money and ain't giving it back. On the other hand, Let some, me just fa- say something, Lynn. some churches have simply gotten money. Without even applying and have kept it. We know one that's in upstate Wisconsin because we've got, uh, we know someone that sits on the board and they were terribly upset. The money just showed up in their account. How's that? They didn't possible? even ask for it. So they're just giving money to churches. Well, some of these prep schools, these fancy dancy prep schools, uh, when it was determined that they. Had gotten this money, were embarrassed. The Latin School of Chicago sent their money back. The Middlesex Boarding School in Boston sent it back. The Episcopal High School in Alexandria, Virginia sent it back. Uh, Susan, you'll know the John Burroughs School. In right? St. Louis? Yeah, yeah. they should have. Yeah. They, they got over over two and a half million dollars. They have an endowment of more than fifty million. No, they have not sent it back. Shame on them. So that's where that's where all of the wealthy people. Yeah, uh, I thought so. Saying, I thought oh, that was. Definitive. Yeah. So there yeah. you have it. And even Mnuchin, a wonderful Treasury Secretary, is. Uh, Posted on Twitter, this is this is the way the Trump administration, uh, you know, works. They just tweet. And Mnuchin tweeted and saying wealthy schools that accepted these loans should give them back. He tweeted, it has come to our attention that some private schools with significant endowments have taken the loans. They should return them. Um, most are not. Well, I you know I feel that way. I mean, like about Washington University in St. Louis as well. They've right. got people on furlough, you know, and and they are relying on them. They say you'll be fine. You just go on unemployment. The government will pay you. You'll have the same amount of money. And they're sitting on a you know billions of dollars. And I you know I just I find that so offensive. This is a wealthy school that spends all of that money buying up. Property in neighboring towns taking and and making money off of it and taking them off the public the tax rolls. rolls and can we yeah you know, all these places and where by these the way, universities give us tax are pay our money to get yeah. and so oh, we it's really offensive I know I find it offensive too and you know Pitt here and CMU and all of them we we uh, you know we keep them up, granted it's a symbiotic relationship they do a lot for. The quality of life um, here, but damn, they make no effort to uh, to the stress to be good on average to be good community taxpayers. citizens which yeah. i find I find offensive they 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 hold an ouch you know and a a really huge uh, place in any given community, and they misuse. What they have the ability to do. I mean, they they should be grateful to the communities in which they sit, and instead they they impoverish them. Often, so Aaron was listening to me trying to open the ark, and and he his this is his reaction. Oh my God, that silence. And Susan's war of the world's like, hello, 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 is anyone out there, was scary (laughs) and hilarious. I thought maybe you were sucked into the ark, never to be seen again. (laughs) I knew that was going to sound funny. Thank you for reporting in. Okay. Tony (laughs) says, I didn't think you or Susan were making fun of me. Well, good, because we weren't. Um, And Paul writes, thank goodness a network name MeTV is already in use, so Trump can't take that one. Oh, it'll be Trump TV, Trump Television Network. Um, uh Uh-oh, Barbara sent this. Turns out Carnival Cruise Line did get a backdoor, multi-billion dollar bailout from the Federal Reserve. (gasps) Really? Well, they, uh, well they, they need to get – we need to, uh, you know, shame uh What study. is it? The Wall Street Journal reports that the Fed's march push to throw tons of money into the markets was a nice way of bailing out Carnival by creating a cheap lending market to move the failing company's debt around. So that's what they said. They screwed around with their debt. According to the Wall Street Journal, the cruise line – company was dead in the water when it began looking to borrow billions they found a crew of hedge funds willing to offer up 4 to 6 billion dollars at an annual interest rate exceeding 15% oh my god and potentially give the lenders a stake in the company but when the fed entered the picture offering up billions that now included loans to companies with investment grade ratings Well, they were able to lower... So they they got hold of that money. So they do have our money. Yeah. I'm not surprised. On his business news show, CNBC's Jim Cramer, not known for being a wide-eyed socialist, called the bailout of Carnival Cruise Line a disgrace, explaining that if the government is arguing, it has a finite amount of resources for bailing out our economic engines of business. Why would someone give money to a failure or a cruise line? Asking out loud what the logic was, Kramer wondered if big bailouts from the Federal Reserve were limited to companies run by Mickey Artisan, who is the chairperson and longtime pal of Donald Trump. So there you have it. The fix is always be in. We should never be surprised. And uh, Allegheny County's uh, latest numbers, which come out daily at this time, are now, as we know, multiplied by ten for cases: 1,375 cases, 109 confirmed deaths. Okay. That's what I got. Good. Not good. But it's going to get worse. Worse. These are the good old days. I'm telling you, that's how I started and I want to I want to again well, remind but you, you all go out to your shopping malls and get your haircuts and stuff. <laughs> that's, you know, Feel free because turns out that if Americans just stamp their feet and say we don't want it anymore, we're yeah, tired. Everything this, will be okay. That it it's, should be okay. It's sort of like sorta of like Dorothy clicking her heels together. We think if we just somehow stamp our feet and have a tantrum, things will get better. Oi, so that's it. I'm right. sorry guys. It's a gray cold day here. And uh, I don't like that. No. Well, <laughs> here too. I don't like it either. Okay. Well, I am finally going to open my Here, if you don't mind here. Hang on. Okay. I'm putting this. I'm putting the phone down. I'm not touching anything, okay? All right. I'm Lynn Cullen is I will do the play by play. Lynn Cullen is even as we speak well, wrestling with arc, opening up that thing called open the art. Goddamn. Box. <laughs> Go get a knife. You're halfway home, and I can't. Well, go get a knife. <laughs> yeah! Oh, 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 oh. Wait, starting to get a rip. I got a... I got water. I got bags of water. Emergency drinking water. Oh, potable <laughs> dirgents
1: U.S. Well, Coast Guard
0: You would think. Uh-oh, no, I think there's a... Okay, what else I only have a little hole in here. More water. Um Oh little aspirin. And a blanket. I got one of those silver blankets. Well that's still good. That's still good. <laughs> I got what? Oh, oh here's a candle. Light a candle. I have my candle and I have my heat factory—it's uh, just something, you know. It's like a hand warmer. Right. Here's something in a little box. It's waterproof matches. Those would still work. You sure? And then, oh man, lots of water. Well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, light stick. You bought a box of water. Okay. I bought a box of water in two thousand. Well, in two thousand three, probably because it was supposed to be thrown out by two thousand. Yeah, but here's what the light stick says: it's made in Taiwan, and it's good until December thirty first, two thousand seven. Well, then how come the box says it's good till two thousand ten? Because you were ripped off several thousand years ago. Here's emergency water. I got... Man, do I'm in the water. I got so much water. Survivor Industries. Yep. Honest to God, you, you you went to some survivalist place. I know. Who knew? I never knew I was a survivalist. Well, my guess is you bought it for fun to see what was in there. No, I didn't. I swear. I don't think I did. Okay, here's the last thing is the food. Oh, man. Now, this will be really disgusting. It's very hard. What the hell? I'm sorry. Is this not even funny? It's not. Here, okay. Emergency food. What does this say? Full of vitamins and minerals. Uh, You just eat it? What do, you do with That's it? what you do with food. Yeah, but it's just hard rock. Well, it's 40 years old. It's <laughs> ready to eat, has a five-year shelf life, and contains, who the hell knows, for m- marine-based environments, the recommended consumption is two bars per person per day. What do you mean, marine-based environments? <laughs> if you're, oh, if you're on a water. boat. Yeah, if you're <laughs> on a boat. And then it says for land-based environments, the recommended consumption is three bars. How come you need more Calories on the Calories land because, on the, because if you're in the middle of the ocean and you only have X number, then they advise you only eat two a day, <laughs> so you can live a third a third longer. <laughs> oh man! All right, Lynn Cullen, I have to tell you something. I have to go because I have other things that I have to do. I know that sounds weird in this time and place. That's but quite it's all right. Hard to be true. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig in. I, hey Blue, I know what we're having for lunch. Check this out. Okay. All right. I'll let you go now that I've seen all the contents of my art. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And thank the rest of you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay? Bye.